Blog Talk Radio. Covered. 
damn, damn, damn another week <sighs> and another loss against the fucking Packers. Mm. Hey, we was pulling for you, though, dog. I appreciate it. You were. Yeah, I was pulling and you for you. I, I, was, I, I picked the Packers, but I was, I was pulling for you. I ain't going to lie. I was. The problem I had is I, 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 I went, we had, so we had a, um, let me tell y'all a little story. It'll be, it'll be brief. <laughs> like all my stories. <laughs> anyway, we had a um, brunch from my daughters on Sunday. One just turned, well, I won't put their ages out there, but they're older. One had a birthday yesterday. And one had a birthday a couple weeks ago. So we did a brunch on Sunday for them. And my oldest asked me to make sangria, which I made and everybody loved. But I didn't have any. I made it for them, and I wanted everybody to have sangria. So I didn't have any. So when I left, it's just a local chicken joint. They were closed. I couldn't get chicken from my favorite chicken store. So I went to KFC. Everybody knows KFC, right? Kentucky Fried Chicken, the Colonel, and, you know, I went there. Eight pieces of dark meat. $22. I put this on the show because I will never patronize Kentucky Fried Chicken again. Eight pieces of dark meat for $22? Are you serious? And it wasn't worth it. At, at all. <laughs> it wasn't. But I bought my chicken. I went home and got ready to watch, the, you know, the first games. And, and I was a little late for the first games. And I was very late for my fantasy lineup, so I had problems again because for some reason every week before when lineups and stuff are happening, I'm too busy to check my lineups the last minute for actors and inactives. So that's another story for another day. But my point is I decided I was going to drink, and I got my little peanut butter whiskey, and I got some beers, and I had my chicken and some other snacky snacks. I didn't have the spread that Dr. Train had, but I had my little mini spread and watched my Cowboys uh, win and just, just How about this cowboy? Yeah, so I watched that And so when the Packers and the Bears came on I was cool, you know, for a little while I woke up and I'm watching the news <laughs> so I pretty much did the entire thing And I'm watching the fucking news And I'm like, ah Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so there you have it. So, so, but you know, obviously we're going to talk about the Cowboys. They had a, a great victory. Um, we're going to talk about um, the Bears because we can. We're going to talk about the Steelers. Both teams slid, so they're, they're you know we're we're role reversal for this week. Um. I, I want to start, however, because I'm curious, your thoughts, the three of your thoughts. I want to start, actually, with Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. And yes, I'm sure now, in, in case the world, you know, everybody listening, you know, we do the show Tuesday night. So by now, all of the, you know, the big news, okay, we're, we're not – you know, we're not reporting news. We're now giving you our analysis of things because you already know Lance is out for the season. He broke his ankle. Um, you know, I'm hearing it's a deck like injury, but maybe not as bad, but still bad enough where he's out for the year. 
um, and Garoppolo, you know, will will take the reins. Um, I'm just, I'm so, you know what? I'm gonna, I, I generally like to get you, your, your, all of your feedback first, but since I'm on a roll, I'm gonna give y'all my analysis, and then, then y'all tell me where I'm wrong. Okay, you all, you all go, we'll go around the horn and tell me if you agree 100% or if you're like, yeah, see, I don't see it that way. Okay, mm-hmm. here's mm-hmm. my analysis, and I am not a 49ers fan. And as a Cowboys mm-hmm. fan, it's against the law, okay? It's actually written down law. You cannot 49ers. not allowed, and you have to give up your Cowboy card if they ever catch you rooting for the 49ers and let the 49ers play Tom Brady. You can root for him then. Other than that, you can't, you can't root for him, okay? Um, so I think that the way the 49ers organization handled the entire Garoppolo Lance situation is terrible. From the time they announced that they were turning the team over to Lance to the time they announced they were going to trade Garoppolo, and then all of a sudden they signed Garoppolo to a one-year contract, and now, now all of a sudden now, of course, Garoppolo's the starter. I think the entire thing was handled poorly. My wish is that at no expense to anyone on this call, I would love Garoppolo to have a bang-up year. Bang-up year. Leverage this year into a starting job somewhere else. Because I'm going to tell you, Trey Lance is going to need two years to fully come back from that injury. I watched it with Dak. So next year will be the recovery year. And it won't be till the following year that he resumes his progression to whatever he's going to be. So he, he gonna, it's mm. going to be a little while. And I think the 49ers will try, in some respects, to lock up Garoppolo, especially if he plays well. If he plays like crap, everything I'm saying is moot. They're going to try to lock him up. And I think if I'm Garoppolo, I give them the sit and spin with my middle finger. And I go anywhere, even even back to New England, before I sign a deal with these guys. And I would support him saying, y'all were done with me. Y'all came out and publicly announced we're giving a team to Trey Lance. While I'm on your roster, you announced that. And now you want to, now he breaks his ankle. I play as good as I've been playing. He wasn't a bad quarterback. And now you want to, you know, sign me a two, three, four-year deal, pay me whatever. Fuck all y'all. I'm going somewhere else. That's what my hope is to teach that franchise a lesson. I don't like how they handled it at all. I don't think anything they did was correct. To that, you guys say what? Uh, train, we'll start with you. I question whether – I question whether the decision to start Trey Lands was agreed on by the entire organization. Mm-hmm. I question whether someone brought the hammer down and said, we spend draft picks on this guy. I want him to start, even though Garoppolo was recovering. However, he was still healthy week one. And I truly believe those who understand football over there knew Trey Lance wasn't ready to be the starting quarterback over Jimmy. 
and you can tell by the way the offense is being ran and what they have to do in order for Trey Lance to be successful. It's 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 harder. It's a lot harder than what you need to do for Jimmy to be successful. Because what they really want is what is is for Trey Lance to be like Jimmy from the pocket. However, have his mobility as a weapon when needed, but he's not there yet. He can't do that, and it cripples their offense. As soon as that, as soon as I saw that dude went down, I was like, "Yep, Forty Nine is about to win that game." <laughs> just yeah. a wrap. <laughs> Seattle fans, I'm sorry. Y'all really should have. You really should have made sure that dude stayed healthy. You had a chance as long as he was in there. I believe organizationally, they they were not in agreement with how to handle that. There's no way. That is very, very interesting. I'd never considered that. Uh, very interesting. Um, K Star, why not jump in here? Yeah, I kind of have the same read as Train. You know, they kind of were, were reluctant to let him go. And I think the reason why is because internally they also probably thought Trey wasn't quite ready. Now, you know, to what T said, if <laughs> Jimmy plays well, I think short term it's good for the Niners, by the way. I think they're a better team with Jimmy based off what we know. You know, there's a lot of unknowns there, but I think that they're a better team with Jimmy. So I think short term is good for the Niners, but to T's point, like if they try to lock him up, if I'm Jimmy, I wouldn't want to do that. You know, I mean, what? why? Why would you? the team that tried to replace you and they kind of just kept him around just to just in case right just like a side chick unreal i'm jimmy i'm pissed yeah. right like they're trying to hide him right they, they were they were and yeah. you know and so i agree that you know if he if they if they want some long term he should go elsewhere because i think he's going to play well as well yeah i mean i mean and i want jay to get in here but i mean i mean how do you how do you tell the world that you're giving the team to Trey Lance, but here, Jimmy, we're going to offer you to the market. Like, it's, it's like you're, you're literally saying, you know, Jimmy, you're not the guy, so we're just going to go ahead and give you an opportunity to go play somewhere else. Not like you're giving Jimmy a fair chance to go out and, and get a starting job somewhere because you pretty much just said you lost the starting job. We're going to give it to Trey. He's our starter moving forward to his team. So we're going to trade you. Like, it's not positive. It's like you're, you're creating the shadow, the negative shadow. And then, and, and everybody was like, eh, you know, we'll, we'll pass. We'll pass. Well, um, it felt, JD, like, it felt like they didn't even want to trade him. Sorry, go ahead. It felt like they didn't even want to trade him. I felt like they were just saying that, and that kind of hurts the market. When, right. I don't know. It, right. It felt like they hurt us. Right. No, I agree. I, absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. JB. Yeah, I was thinking along the same lines as train. It, it, I'm thinking that with the owner York and, and the GM uh, with it, uh, Lynch and, and I think those two were basically saying he needs to be up in there we don't spend all this draft capital he doesn't need to be on the bench figure out a way to get him out there and I think Shanahan kind of got stuck in between knowing that that Garoppolo is truly the starter because Trey Lance just isn't ready and this goes back to last season when we saw him in there on, on a few plays before um, all the shoulder um injury stuff started popping up. He didn't look right last year. And and T to answer your question or or piggyback off your statement, I don't think it was handled correctly either. We don't know specifically what was said behind closed doors, but at the very least, there should have been an open quarterback competition. You know he's healthy. 
you know Trey Lance is, is healthy for the most part because I know he had an injured finger, but I assume he was healthy going into training camp. Let it be an open competition. Everybody knows that if you keep Jimmy Garoppolo on the books at the cost that it was, it was going to be like a $25 million cap hit or something like that. Jimmy G basically saved the 49ers by being flexible and going ahead and restructuring the contract. So if, if you want to put the saving grace out there, it's completely on him. He basically just bailed him out. And, and Trey Lance is not ready. Short term, I hear all this stuff about all the upside of Trey Lance, upside of Trey Lance. You're not going to see the upside of Trey Lance for several years. And, and T, what you said about the injury also adds to the fact that he played at North Dakota State and only played one year. Didn't play a whole lot, obviously, yep. this year. Didn't play a whole lot, obviously, last year. Yep. So his his growth is already stunted prior to the injury. Yep. Now it's going to be stunted even more. So it might be two yep. years to get over the injury, but it might not be another year after that before we start to see the true potential of this player if we're even able to see it. So short term, yep. Jimmy G just bailed him out. So great for, for him. Long term, they're going to have the issue. Even if Jimmy G doesn't play well, they're still going to have the issue because you've got a quarterback who's not ready to take the reins of the, of the team, and now you've got Jimmy G that could he could walk or he could resign, he could do whatever he wants to do, and he's got a no-trade clause, and he, he can waive it or he can choose not to. He can do a whole bunch of stuff. So at the end of this season, they've found themselves in a pickle, they being the Niners because of how they handled this situation, not, not even from the standpoint of the offseason, but even going into the offseason, it was already starting to fall apart, and, and now we're seeing the, the, the basis of it also. Now, I don't, it could have been handled much better, much, much better. Can I get in there with two things real quick, T? Oh, please, two, please, two, please, two please, things please, please. that just need to be said. First off, picking yep. back off the amount of games that the, that the young man played, I'm sorry, you got to play football to get better at football. Right. Okay. Yes, you you have to play the game to get better at the game. And I say that to lead into why is nobody giving 49ers the shit for for them also passing up on Patrick Mahomes, passing up on Deshaun Watson, and then the very next very next draft that they had opportunity trading off their stock to go get a dude that hasn't played no football. Why do they get a pass? Jan Mills doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And no one is saying anything. He, it gets covered up because you, got, because you managed to make the trade for Jimmy. And, some, and somehow, well, we, we understood that Jimmy played well enough for this team to go to the Super Bowl. Damn near win it. Not like they got blowed out. There was a competitive game. And then you make it back. To a into a to a to a, uh, a conference championship, how the hell you did that? I don't know. Getting past two teams that I know was more than capable of beating you, mm. but shit gets covered up because they managed to win to win a few. But long term, it's like you, 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 dude, you you sold off the future of the team, and mm. you still don't have the quarterback you want. So what what may have been a a potentially or what looks like a good move may end up backfiring drastically. Give it give it two years because uh-huh. they got all the accolades for it. But guess what? You plant the seed. Eventually, you got to bear fruit, and a bad seed uh-huh. gonna bear bad fruit. Uh-huh. 
let me just say let me just say this. Let me just say this. This is why I enjoy doing this show right here, right here, right now. This is what I'm talking about. I have I watch a lot of television, maybe more than I should. Okay, to be totally honest <laughs> with you, maybe I need to get my black ass off this couch and get out in the world a little more. But you know, I watch a lot, especially during football season. We all watch the games, but I watch NFL Network. I watch Fox Sports. I watch ESPN. You know, I watch NFL Live and all those shows and Speak for Yourself and on Fox. I watch all the shows. I don't watch them all every day, let me be clear. But I watch as much as I can. And I got to tell you, I, I have not heard this in-depth analysis train. You hit JB. All y'all hit such key points when you talk about the management and the dissension in the management. When you talk about Trey Lance, and I and I heard people say he's only played 20 games or however many. I've heard that, but I have not heard that in relation to the fact that he is now hurt. And to to put that together with y'all know. Not only did the guy like Train, you said it perfectly, man, you can't get good at football by not playing football. You can't get good at Madden without playing Madden. Never mind real football. The fuck? And so this guy, you know, you gave him the keys to the car, and then you didn't tune the fucking engine up. You know, you didn't put the right kind of gas in. He got no driver's license. It ain't his fault. He's just a pawn <laughs> in the game. It ain't Jimmy G's fault. He's just a pawn in the game. And the and the forty ers are getting um they're getting a pass on man, like I said, man, this is absolute y'all three all three of y'all deserve gold stars. Your analysis on this exceeds even my expectations, okay? I mean, the forty ers aren't getting any heat for missing prime quarterbacks in the draft. You know, they're not getting any heat on how they're playing this. They're getting kudos because they signed Jimmy G to a year uh, contract. Well, you know the reason you were able to do that is because you fucked him in the first place. You fuck, you sabotaged him going to another team in the first place. So, yeah, he got a he, – he had no choice but to, okay, I'll, I'll take my chances. I'll get a paycheck from you guys for another year, and I'm not wishing – and. God bless Jimmy G, because that must have been the toughest press conference. Come on. What what are you supposed to say? I, my career just got resurrected over my teammate's injury. So, come on, human nature. Of course you feel bad for the kid. But at the same time, fuck it, I get to play now. I get to leverage this opportunity into another contract, maybe a big contract, okay, because NFL quarterbacks are getting over $200 million now. Maybe by the time the end of the season's over, Lamar gets his three hundred million, and maybe that becomes the benchmark. Who the heck knows? So, like, I felt so bad watching his press conference when he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, um, you know, we're gonna rally around Trey, and he's our brother." And you know, and inside, you know, he's like, "Hey, look, sorry, Trey, but this, I'm gonna seize this opportunity. I'm gonna go out there, play my ass off, and I'm getting me a big contract." And I don't blame him. And nothing against Trey Lance at all. We wish him. A speedy recovery, full recovery, bro, we're we in your corner too, as much as we can be, because we're not 49ers fans, but we're football fans, and we want to see you do well. So we're in your corner. But damn it, the 49ers need to be held accountable. And none of these shows, I'm watching the shows, 
I'm watching them all, and I'm sitting there like, I'm waiting, man. I'm fuming, okay, because I'm sitting there like, why isn't anybody, why isn't Stephen A. Smith, Mr. King of Accountability, why isn't he speaking up on this? Shannon Sharp got no problem calling out owners and teams, and I know he's got a relationship with the Shanahan's from the father coaching him back in the day, but still, why isn't anybody, Skip Bayless who has no problem being Mr. Negative Nelly, and I'm at none of these guys. None of them are raising these issues. I'm so proud of us because this is real football, what we're talking about. And I just hope, again, not at my team's expense, <laughs> not at the Bears' expense because we're all in the NFC, okay? So we got to run into them. I hope we run over them. <laughs> but I would love to see Jimmy G leverage this in to a great career, I mean a great season, great performance, and the contract that he deserves. And don't be surprised. Remember, you heard it here first. Don't be surprised if New England doesn't rethink. Because remember, Belichick wanted him. Belichick was ready to lose Brady and keep Garoppolo. It was Uncle Uncle um, Kraft who said, nope, niched it. Okay? So... You know, Uncle Bobby said, no, no, I got to keep Tommy. So let's see what happens. Keep an eye on this story. Keep an eye. But great job, guys. You guys nailed it. Couldn't be happier. Okay. Um, that was so well. I, I kind of want to say, okay, good night, everybody. I go, you know, we done already hit the pinnacle. All right. Everybody take care. See you next week. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. How about this, um, so, um, and have you noticed, I don't know how much you guys get to watch, um, but now people are, you know, on the Micah Parsons bandwagon. Have you noticed that? Everybody's talking about Micah, everybody. Stephen A. Smith, yeah, I said it. He's the second coming of Lawrence Taylor. I'm sitting there like, bruh, do I need to go back to the archives of the Madden Voice a year ago when Commissioner T said, look, I know the kid's young, I know it's early season, and I know this is going to sound like sacrilegious. I know it, but i got to say it. I watched Lawrence Taylor's entire career, and, man, this kid makes me think of Lawrence Taylor. He makes me think of LT. I'm sorry. I know, man, I know he barely getting going, but then I'll, find, I'll find it. I said it a year ago. I'm, I'm seeing it now. I'm seeing it even stronger now. Dude is pretty much unblockable. He used Lyle Collins, who used to play for Dallas. Used him. He's good. He's good. Let me just be clear. Lyle Collins is a good. Lyle, Lyle Collins is a good right tackle. He was in Dallas the last few years. I know what he's capable of. He's a good, physical, strong right tackle. Michael Parsons used him like a wet dish rag. That that that. I'm uh, afraid of that. Yeah, I really want. Was that? <laughs> I'm, I am flat out afraid of that young man. I, I, me and my wife plan to go see this game on the 30th in Dallas. And I'm telling you right now, that young man scares me. Matter of fact, Luke Gessie won't get no sleep. <laughs> Trying to figure out what to do with that guy. Because I won't get no sleep. <laughs> my wife going to be like, baby, the game is tomorrow. I know. But, Micah, it's in my dreams right now. That boy is, oh, Lord, have mercy, man. 
and, and oh man, to think that his coach is Dan Quinn, to think that his coach is the the guy who coached the legendary Legion of Boom, Cam Chancellor. Remember him? Bobby Wagner mm-hmm. still in the league. You know those guys, them boys back when they and yeah, I'm not gonna list the whole you know, but that's his coach. Like, could you think of a better coach? And Rex Ryan, Rex Ryan, from the fabled Ryan family tree, Buddy Ryan's son, that on national TV, right now he's the best player in the NFL. Right now. And he said, and it ain't even close. We're talking about an NFL that has Aaron Donald, we all know is a monster. Now, Micah doesn't have Aaron, Aaron Donald's resume. Aaron's been doing this a lot longer, so we don't have that resume yet. But if you take that resume away, can anybody argue? The dude had 10 of the 15 team pressures on Joe Burrow. (laughs) Let that sink in. There were 15 pressures on Joe Burrow. Dude had 10. Leads the league in sacks with four. And pressures, and I don't know what the number of pressures is. Probably 10 leads the league, and we won't even count how many he had. <laughs> right. It, 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 it's absolutely insane what this one man is doing. And if, and if anyone doesn't think as great as Cooper Rush was, considering he's a backup and all the, the nuances, that Micah isn't the reason this team won, then y'all don't know football because Micah was, was the reason this team won. And Micah's going to be what's going to – Keep this team afloat, and then we'll see what happens when Dak returns. Jay Beto, I want to get you in here because, you know, you were in pain with me last week, but now we got a little relief from that pain. What are your thoughts on the um, – It was, you know, the Bengals were favored by seven and a half points. <laughs> Should have put some money on that damn game. Uh, anyway. Man, what? Um, get paid. Seven and a half. Yeah. Yes, sir. I have to find something that the college could put on that one. That's what I'm saying. Well, you create a college fund off of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was something that I have, but I don't know. Like, look, um, can we put something up for collateral? Um, yes, sir. But it, 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 was, it was a good win. And one other thing with, with, with Micah Parsons, let's not forget, too, since we just got off of talking about the whole debacle with Trey Lance and the amount of draft capital they gave up to get him with the lack of playing time. Let's not forget, Cowboys, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they go back two places and still was able to pick him up? Yeah. Just one that happened. Yeah. So yes. not only do you move back in the draft, you, you're able to pick him up. That's huge. That is huge. So let, let's, let's not skip over that one. Um, Good yep. win. I'm glad that I'm glad that um, some adversity came in because for the first that first half they was they was getting it they was really getting it in, and I knew that the Bengals weren't going to just roll over that. that Burrow is, is too good to to let that happen. So I didn't like to see the comeback, but now I, I said to myself, "This is we're going to see the grit of this team now because y'all was up two scores and was pretty much handling things. But now you, you're tied up. What you going to do?" and and to see um, Diggs come out of nowhere with that stop on third down, I said, all right, that's what I need to see. I need to see some urgency. I need to see some hunger. 
from especially from players that you don't expect to see that type of of movement to to make a tackle because Biggs is not known for for tackles. He's known for his picks, his interceptions. That's what he's known for. But seeing him fly out of there and smack that dude two yards short, that's what's up. And then to be able to manage the clock accordingly, get in position, not kick no 64-yard field goal and just let time keep ticking off. No, they Cooper Rush moved him down the field nice and methodically, under control, get the game winner. That's what I'm talking about. There's some things that still need to get cleaned up, of course. And, and like you said last week, it is one game. And I'm not going to get too high. I'm not going to get too low. Um, the defense, I said last week, the defense has got to carry them. And we got to see the Cooper rush that we saw in Minnesota. And both of those came true. So now we got the big one against the Giants. So we got to keep the momentum going because we got to go to the Meadowlands for this one. Now, and let me add one other thing. While I'm giving um, Micah so much credit, um, if this was a team win, let me let me be clear. And I'm giving Micah a lot of credit because that defense for two weeks, I mean, you know, Tom Brady, the Bucks had the number two offense in NFL a week a year ago, only second to the Cowboys, and you held them to one touchdown. And then, you know, Joe Burrow, and, of course, now everyone wants to talk about his appendicitis and this and that. Okay. Hey, all of that could be true, but, man, you, you can't play, don't play. Okay. You know, we had our backup out there. I mean, I don't know, what are we supposed to do about all of that? You're playing, and we expect you to play. Um, but let me also say this. The much maligned Trayvon Diggs, even though he had, what, 11 picks a year ago, whatever he had, 13, 11, I don't even know. But whatever he had a year ago, he also gave up the most yards of any cornerback in the NFL. So, you know, his reputation kind of feast or famine, right? You know, well, he gambles and this and that, and he might get that pick or he might give up the big play, right? Well, when he covered Jamar Chase, who we all know is all world, and they did play in college, and from what I understand, and Jake can correct me if I'm wrong, kind of Jamar got the best of him in college. Well, on Sunday, two catches for 14 yards when Diggs was on him, okay? So I'm just saying the dude is improving, and that spells disaster for, you know, the number one wide receivers on these other teams. Look out, because our, our boy is playing. Okay, just saying. So, yes, sir. Just make sure I just – How about them Cowboys? I have to do that. In case you forgot. You know, in case you forgot. In case you forgot, because they were dead a year, a week ago. They were dead. You know, the season was over. I, I just, I, I got, I'm sorry. I know I'm beating a dead horse. And it's not just, it's not just the Cowboys. It's just, it's just, you know, I heard somebody today say the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. It's two games. It's two games. You want to say the Eagles look good? That's fine. That's fair. Eagles look good after two games. But we're already, so that's where we're, that's where we are now for two weeks. We're talking, I saw, I saw. On Friday, one of the shows was talking about MVP and who is your MVP pick so far. On Friday, Friday, one week and one game into the season, and they're bouncing around MVP discussions. I saw Stephen A. Smith do his top five NFL team. We don't do top five. We don't do our power rankings till four games in for a reason. 
so you have enough quantifiable math to analyze trends and to be able to get a sense of who's really getting it done. You don't know shit after two weeks. You really don't. Did anybody expect the Giants to be 2-0? I didn't. Did anybody expect the Eagles to look this good? I didn't. Did anybody expect the Rams to look like they're looking not very good? Tom Brady looking human? Like, there's a lot we didn't expect. But it's two games, people. Slow down. Why, is it, why are you rushing the season and trying to figure out who's going to the Super Bowl after two games? Slow down. A lot of football left. A lot of football. Everybody, just slow down. And we were riding high a week ago. I mean, we were down in the dumps. Y'all was riding high. Now it's this week. We're riding a little high. We're going to get to your teams uh, actually right now. And who the fuck knows what's going to happen a week from now? We could go into the Meadowlands and get our asses kicked, and I'll be back here on the show crying, talking about, man, it's some bullshit. Oh, who the fuck knows? But I know right now how I feel. How about them Cowboys? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, let's move on. Let us move on. Uh, let's go to Dr. Train. I, I just I didn't watch the game because I was sleeping because <laughs> I had too much peanut butter whiskey. And by the way, if anybody likes whiskey, go to your local package store, liquor store, whatever, and ask if they have peanut butter flavored whiskey. Because if you like peanut butter and you like whiskey, you gotta try it. Oh my God, to die for. But anyway, <laughs> what's that? I'm going there this weekend, dog. Peanut butter whiskey. I'm gonna ask them, <laughs> bruh. I've had salted caramel whiskey, and that's very good too. But the peanut butter is just ah, can't even can't even discuss it right now. I feel like I need to go get some. Um, <laughs> Doctor, yeah, I, I, I know how much you hate the Packers. I know how much you respect, but can't stand Aaron Rodgers. And after the victory y'all had last week, I know you wanted this game. Talk to me about. How you feel and how you how you know I, I know it's a tough loss, but did you learn anything about your team? Where are you at one and one? How do you feel about your your, your Bears? Well, I mean, it, it finally set in, set in stone that there is a talent gap between Chicago and definitely Green Bay, probably as well as Minnesota. To be honest, I mean. Uh, Poles had to purge over half the team, you know, to to get things set up right for the for the next year. That's what he had to do. He had no choice. Um, um, so everything came down to coaching, and uh, it, it was a very winnable game. But some of the ghosts of the past showed up a bit. Um, um, I, it's the one thing I take from the game is that rookies will be rookies. <laughs> it's, it's, it's gonna, it's, it's as much as you are get excited about having them. Hey, they're rookies, <laughs> it's, it's, so yeah. so you're gonna see it. So that's that's the that that's that pain that you kind of have to just go through because they picked on Kyler Gordon. They did. Aaron Rodgers made them. Hey, that's my target, and they did. And it, it is what it is. But I'm not going to get down on a dude because he hustled. Regardless, shit, he just got a game. 
the attitude. So the other thing is um, I thought I, I, I saw the ghost of Magnaggy. I was like, holy shit, wait a minute. I thought we fired the guy. Um, I don't know what Luke Getsy was thinking. And oh, my God. I only hope that Matt Eberflus is the head coach that he said he is in the sense that you will you will correct this. So uh so um to see him not give that ball to David Montgomery on fourth on fourth and goal inches from the yard line or just to take a quarterback sneak from under center <laughs> versus shotgun. Uh oh I don't I don't fully understand it. But even as egregious as that is, you went into that game knowing, feeling that they were susceptible to the run. Your first drive proved that much. And after that first drive, I don't know, I guess he had, I guess the spirit of Matt Nagy came out of nowhere, man, got into the dude's body and, um, all of a sudden, Justin Fields is dropping back and shotgun. <laughs> like, wait, wait a minute, man. Um, you were just running the ball. Why? Why? Do, so, I, I, I hope I say all that to say I hope Matt Eberflus is the head coach that he say he is because it's one it's one thing to coach and correct players, but you also got to correct your coaches because that shit can't happen again. You 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 can't have a weapon like like David Montgomery and the way he was running at night, even though you sleep. <laughs> you can't have him running that way and not continue to feed him the ball. It just it doesn't make a lot of sense in a, in a in a game that was winnable. So uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long season. They got some teams on the schedule they can beat. It's not a difficult schedule, but uh. Um, it's it's a uh, it's it's uh, they got a long way to go. Still a lot of work, and this is the first game. Last thing I will say, this is the first game where I saw Justin Fields look lost ever. Like in any game, he and he's had bad games before this, but this is the first one where I was like, man, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> That's that's not the confident dude that I've seen play, even if he made mistakes. He literally looked lost. So I don't know if it was because it's the Bears-Packers rivalry or just moments in the game. I don't know what it was, but uh, all of it's correctable. I just hope they fix that shit next week because we got the Texans. Okay. Okay. Um on the and, and and I would just say, um, you know, Eberflus was our linebackers coach, and he was very good. And we all knew any any Cowboy fan that truly followed the team, like myself and and JB, we knew Eberflus was going to be a head coach, and we knew it was unlikely it was going to be in Dallas because at the time, um, you know, Garrett was kind of secure and. Um, so we, you know, we 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 kind of knew, okay. And um, but I I would I would support your belief and faith 
and Iberflus until he gives you reason not to. But I think he's I think he's a good coach. I think he's going to be a, a, a very good head coach in time. I think he'll be very good. I think he's going to rise to be one of the top coaches in the league. Um, just a matter of talent, developing talent, and you know your your front office and your draft and all of that good stuff. You know, can he get you guys where you need to be? Time will tell. But yeah, uh, he's very good in Dallas. You know, he was you know he coached Sean Lee, for instance. You know, what I mean like. Sean Lee was great before he, you know, got injured. Um, For some so, reason, I, I, I vaguely were mentioning y'all bringing him up. Even when he took the coordinator job in Indianapolis, I want to say during that time, you, uh, you or and or Jay like brought him up as like look out for that guy. He's you know he's, he's coming. Yeah. Even when he took that coordinator job, yeah. yeah so. Yeah. And we both said it because we already knew at that point, we knew the next progression was going to be head coach. It was just where. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> yep. So I, I, I think you got a good one just hanging there with him. Um, um, peanut butter speaking of good head coaches, I'm sorry. I said, I told Train, just go get some peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me tell y'all, man. Man. Y'all gotta get that peanut. If y'all like peanut butter, you know that flavored peanut butter whiskey, man. Y'all thank y'all thank me. I'm gonna tell you. I'm I'm waiting for the text message, D. Thank you for that, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Is, is it, make sure you wait for the night. Though, it's gonna hit you good. Is it is it better than the the crown salted caramel? I like it better than that. But I'm uh, a, I love peanut butter. Okay. If you like uh, peanut butter. Yeah. This this yeah. This is this is this is this is the joint right here, bro. Bro, hey, Salsa Caramel Crown is legit. So. Yeah, Salsa Caramel Crown is no joke. So we can get the right one. Oh, it's no Don't sleep on Salsa Caramel Crown. It's no joke. Man. Shit, I like Apple Crown. Okay, I get into the flavors. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's that's all the Caramel be hitting, boy. Send us a picture of, of like the pizza. I'll send you guys a picture. Okay, when we get off yeah, the show, sure. I will go pull a bottle out the freezer because, you know, that's where I keep it. Um, yes, so I want a shot. It's not cold because, you know. Um, but, yeah, I'll send you all a picture of it. But, man, there's a few brands out there. I'll send you the one I got, but I've seen a few different brands. But, again, if you like peanut butter and it's too smooth, that's the problem. It's too smooth. You know, a lot of whiskeys and scotches and bourbons and the brown liquors they kind of bite you back but that's what you want right um but this is very smooth and there's no biting it's just it's just flavorful it's just that's you know you, you can have a you. taste and you want more <laughs> that's all i'm saying you want more mm. so and if you tend to fall asleep drinking like i do don't start till the <laughs> second half okay don't drink it in the first half you'll be bad you'll be a bad bummer later Oh, fuck, I'm falling asleep on my game. Unless you got DVR. Unless you got DVR. And you're good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but um, <laughs> transition over to, you know, I brought in Mitch Trubisky as my fantasy quarterback. Between I was trying to decide between him and Mariota. They were the top two available, one of the leagues. And because Mariota – was playing the Rams and Trubisky was playing the Patriots. 
I kind of went with Trubisky. Now, I don't really know how Mariota did. Um, I just know I'm done with Trubisky. <laughs> One week, he's already, he's already done. He's already off my roster. I already put in a waiver request for another quarterback. I'm done with him. Sorry. Sorry, uh, K-Star, but, yeah. But um, same, same thing, man. A week later, you, you know, you, you rode high with a nice win against the Bengals, and then you come back and, um, you know, you got a, a loss against the Pats. But what are you thinking about your team? What did you learn? You know, where where are you at with the with the Steelers? I mean, we still have a Mitch problem. We still have an offensive line problem. Defense played well. That was a game we should have won. We muffed a punt uh, and dropped a pick six. So it's little things like that where, you know, we need to correct and be better. But, you know, I do wonder how long Mitch is going to remain our quarterback for um, just the way he's playing, the way we're kind of being ineffective and, our offensive coordinator is, is catching a lot of heat for good reason by multiple players within the Steelers locker room. So, you know, things are looking terrible on offense, good on defense, kind of pretty much the status quo. That was a winnable game. Thursday is also a winnable game versus the Browns. Um, I, again, my biggest question is how long does, does uh, Mitch remain the starting quarterback because we've been so ineffective um, and, and even worse of an offense from last year. You know, everyone was excited thinking that, you know, disrespecting Ben Roethlisberger, although you know in his last year, and yet we were a much better offense under him than we are currently. So you know, you always got to be careful what you wish for. But you know, it 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 makes me think of the Broncos, and they had can't remember his name that real tall quarterback. Oh, Osweiler. Thank you. And they had Peyton Manning in his in his final year, and Peyton just. You know, kind of like Ben. They just weren't the same. But what both of those guys as Hall of Famers had was their intelligence. So, and Peyton came in off the bench and was able to take them to win a Super Bowl, even though his numbers were not very good. But he was still smart enough to make the plays when he needed to play. And I think we saw a little bit of that from Ben last year. Overall, it didn't look great. But there were moments where you just knew that's a Hall of Famer. He's on a decline but he's still a Hall of Famer. And I think, you know, I think K-Star, you make a valid point. It's like, yeah, y'all bitching about Ben. Well, how are we looking now? How y'all like me now? What's Ben's number? You know what I mean? Hey, Ben, you don't have some time to rest. You got anything left in that arm? I'll <laughs> use you for You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like if we're not going to play Kenny Pickett anyway, just fucking bring back Ben back in. There's more uh, experience in which Kenny could draw from. Oh, my God. And this goes back to what we talked about when I said, I would just give the keys to pick it. I mean, it doesn't always work out, but when you're, you know, hey, look, Trubisky's mobile, and, you know, there's certain things he can do, but we sat here on this show and listened to Train's frustration with him. You know, we, 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 we got a closer look at this guy closer than most teams because he was the starter for our boys' team. And we got to hear Train be like, I don't understand what this dude's doing. <laughs> we got to hear it week after week. Come on, Mitch, you better than this. Aren't you? You know? So, um, and, and I know Train was kind of in the is it Mitch or is it Matt Nagy kind of situation for a while. And maybe oh, I still think it was Matt Nagy, trash ass. You know what I'm saying? But Mitch got the chance now to, to show that it was Matt Nagy, and he ain't really coming through and showing that right now. Nah, I know it's only yet. two games, yeah. but damn, bro. It's, it's just, man, it just goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the season, man. The dude can make plays. 
Uh, he's mobile. Um, he's not. He's definitely not the most accurate guy. You definitely got to scheme your offense for him. But if teams sit back and you know make this dude seriously play quarterback, you know having to carve it up every once in a while, that ain't that ain't his mo, man. It's, he he doesn't have the longevity. He's he's that spot check guy. He can he can be your number two. He can get you out of a rough situation. But day in and day out, trying to go trying to go to Kenny Pickett's man. For real. Yeah. I I, I agree. Yeah, I think, I think it's time to get. Yeah, it's impossible to do this week because it's a short week. Or at least it's not advisable. We play Thursday night, but I am curious if Mitch does. You know, if Mitch performs poorly again with an extended week, if we turn the keys to Kenny Pickett, and yeah. why wouldn't we? You know, why wouldn't we? Our defense is playing well. These are winnable football games, and so, and it shouldn't be. However, though, it should not be based on wins. Though, fuck that. I love, that's the I think that's the biggest mistake can be made. If y'all fucking go out Thursday and y'all win, however your offense still look like shit. Yeah, agree. Pull that boy out. Exactly. <laughs> I agree, agree. It can't be. And it's it's got to be results driven by the offense. It'd be the perfect time to take him out because you got a week and a half to get Pickens ready. It'd be the perfect time. So this is make or break for for Mitch. But you know what? I don't. I don't disagree with you guys on this one scenario. I agree completely that if if Trubisky goes out and lays an egg, win or lose, win, lose or draw, it's time. Because I I know I've said beginning of the season we talked about this. I would I would give it to Pickett. I, I was very clear on my position on it. But I don't know that not looking at wins or not as taking that as part of the scenario because. Let's look at Alex Smith. Alex Smith lost two starting jobs, but he was a winner. Let's look at, we just got to talk about Garoppolo. These guys are not super staff guys. These guys are not, you know, they're, they're not going to light it up, but they figure out a way to win. So the winning, you know, now Trubisky doesn't have that, so I guess it's a moot point because <laughs> he's not winning. Um, <laughs> but if that quarterback that's kind of average, but for some reason, he keeps figuring out a way to win. You still got to kind of look at that and be like, I mean, I'm looking at Cooper Rush, okay? And I'm sitting there like, the guy is 2-0 as a starter. He is no Dak Prescott. Let's be clear. Okay, so anyone out there thinking, no, he's not. He, he is not. There's a reason that Dak got the contract he got and Cooper is the backup, okay? And Cooper has been released by this team over the years several times and no takers and re-signed. And he played well enough to get a win. But there is a, a gap, a huge gap between him and Dak, let's be clear. But let me tell you something. While I'm not worried about Dak losing his job, this dude puts together a few wins. He's able to go into New York and beat New York next week, come back home and beat Washington. Then you got the Rams and, and the Eagles back-to-back on the road. Now, somewhere in there, they're thinking Dak's coming back. But let's just say Dak doesn't come back. Let's just say, you know, we go in and get that win. Like, well, you know what? We're not going to rush you back, bro, because we're winning. Let me tell you something. We could be right back into a very interesting situation because when the, when a, when the quarterback is playing good enough to get a win, do you really want to mess with that mojo? So I, 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 I want to win, but I want Dak back. Let's just be clear. I want Dak back. That's, 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 my, that's my quarterback. 
got to have Dak back. But I do think the winning is a piece of it. I don't think it's all of it, though. I agree with you there, Train. But I do think you can't ignore if the team is able to rally and get a win going in the locker room and Mitch was able to get that win. Um, but Mitch doesn't have a winning background. <laughs> I mean, you got to – honestly, uh, as a starter – Mitch has a winning record, but you, man, you got to be able to separate. Are we winning because of, spite of, <laughs> in spite yeah. of, you know? Yeah. It, it, that's that's like just that. just make yeah. that separation so that you know you actually have the best player on the field because there is no true offensive momentum. You know what I'm saying for Pittsburgh right now when you watch them play. You know, no, there's zero. <laughs> like, well, the fuck is Najee Harris, man? Like, where did Claypool be? These guys are making plays. They're not. Yeah, this is all about the eye test. It's how does this player look? Yeah. Period. Well, that and how does the offense function, right? Yeah. yeah. Go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if y'all can't beat the Browns, you know, let's just, let's let's. You know, I know it's only two weeks in, but come on now. You know, <laughs> you guys hear you funny story? Funny story about the Browns, real quick. Did you guys hear the story of what Joe Flacco said before the game about the Browns? Nah, what did he say? Okay, so he said before the game that he he has more wins uh, himself versus Cleveland than anyone does in that roster for Cleveland. And then, <laughs> and then he went out there and threw for four fucking touchdowns to win. Jesus, man. See, he, he took a Unreal. piece out of Aaron Rodgers' book. Oh. He did. I have more wins against the Browns than anyone does for uh, than anyone does on that roster for the Browns. And then he goes out there and just throws her four touchdowns on them. I just had to give him a, uh, a, a an acknowledgement for that for that being so fucking awesome. Mm. You know what? Hey, did you guys? I don't know. Go ahead, bro. I was going. To, I was going to say it'd be a perfect segue to talk about the three comebacks. Which one was the best of the three? But go ahead. No, I was just going to say if you get a chance, um, Google the the what's um, Chad Powers. Chad Powers. That's the name you want to Google. Uh, and his. I and saw his, that you last night. It, is, <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. And his. Uh, 26-year-old Chad Powers walking on to Penn State to be their quarterback. Hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Check it out. Oh. Check it out. Um, Chad Powers. Can we, can we tell them why? Can we tell them why it's funny? Probably tell the people why. Go, go ahead, Cape Star. I'll let, go ahead. Okay, yeah. So, tell them. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, it's Eli Manning trying out, dressed up in, you know, a whole freaking costume, essentially, as the uh, as a walk-on quarterback trying out for the team. And he looks absolutely ridiculous. It's really funny. Everyone should check it out. But yeah, it was Eli Manning. Oh, oh, oh. So, you know, of course, he's balling out there. I actually, um, I didn't watch any of it last night, but I started, I'm recording the Manning cast. Um, and I'm trying to decide if I want to watch that next week for the Cowboys-Giants Monday night game. I watched because they had Shannon Sharp on. I'm always intrigued when someone like a Shannon Sharp or someone from another network is on like ESPN or something because 
you know, but they, you know, introduced him as host of Undisputed and gave him his full flowers for that. And, um, and I thought that was last weekend, but, um, uh, the man, they're, they're pretty good. <laughs> they're, they're pretty good. It's, it's, it's different. It's a different way to watch a football game. And I, I, I truly appreciated last week when it was Denver and Seattle and the mm. clock is ticking and you Peyton Manning sitting there like making the timeout signal like, okay, guys, timeout, timeout. Okay, guys, what's going on? I mean, I want a Super Bowl with y'all. I know what I'm talking about. Where's the timeout? You know, that's, that's, it was that's, it was good. Um, JB asked about the comebacks and what was the most. What, what was your question again, JB? I'm curious to see which one of the three y'all thought was the the most improbable. It, was it the which one was it? Was it the by the Jets and Browns? Was it the Jets and Browns that statistically, I think um, the, the the Jets had a uh, the Browns had a ninety nine percent chance of winning with two minutes to go. Yeah, I think that was I'd the one. Yeah, one of the games it was they had a ninety nine percent chance of winning with two minutes to go and they lost. And it was like the first time in like. 2,000 games that this had happened. So, statistically, I think that game would um, – but I test I, – yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I thought you guys it was think. the Miami one. I thought it was the Miami. Say it again. I said I, I, Miami Ravens game was the, was the one for me because even though I knew Miami had explosive players, you know, Ravens have played a dominating game and it, you know, they have a history of not like they got a history of just giving games necessarily giving games away. At least I didn't, I didn't feel like they did. And with the way you know they were still making plays late in the game, I just figured, all right, they're going to close that out. Is you know, but every few minutes you turn back and there's a highlight. He's like, what the fuck? Why? Why? What? Damn, Tyreek got wait. Is that the same touchdown or a different one? <laughs> 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 Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, yeah. I will say this in indirectly related to Jay's question. You know, I, I sometimes I'm right. Actually, most of the time I'm right. But there are times that, you know, I have to come back and eat a little crow. And, you know, um, Jalen Hurts looking good so far this year. Tua, this game, Tua looked insanely good. And uh, freaking Kyler Murray, I mean, um, again, a game that they they should not have won. But Kyler Murray, I mean, what did he run? Eighty-five yards for that <laughs> for that conversion or something like some insane mm-hmm. number. They, oh, um, I got to give those boys because I've been one. Like I don't believe in none of them. I think you know they'll be this place here and there, but are they the long-term answer? I don't believe in them, and I still don't. I ain't gonna lie. I'm still, I'm still not sold after two games this year. Um, but I gotta give them their flowers. They, they played well. All three of them did. You know, so I, I'll, I'll give them their credit. But I will say this: um, I did tell y'all Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan ain't looking too good. So, just saying. Oh my God! Mm. <laughs> I think the Jazz got the couple number two because. 
Didn't didn't the Jags um, keep him out of the playoffs yep. last season too? They sure did. They sure did. That this, this night right there. This felt this felt more personal than that. <laughs> like if you thought we was bullshitting the first time. <laughs> <laughs> We gonna show you. Oh Lord, that's it's embarrassing. All right. so, that is yeah. downright embarrassing. So that, that is. Is there two weeks in? Is there anything about this season, if you were to say one thing, didn't see coming, that totally just, um, like, oh my God, this is. And I, and I get it, and I'll be clear. It's only week two. We got a, we got 15 more games to play. Okay, so there's there's no, there's no absolutes here. But so far, if you had to say one thing that jumped out at you as I did not see this coming, um, and I'll start actually. And there's several, but I'm gonna pick one. And my one that I didn't see coming, honestly, is I did not see the Eagles looking this good. Did not see it. I don't give a damn about the roster and this. I don't. I don't play in any of that hype. You know, they got AJ Brown and they. Yeah, okay, that's great. But you know, I'm a. I'm a very much eye test guy, as you all know. I'm a very much show me on the field. By the way, I've got an audio of Devin White. I think that's his name, um, linebacker for the um, Bucks, who was involved in, you know that little skirmish with uh, Lattimore and stuff. He was in the middle of that, and he got a quote about how, you know, at the end of the day, they just settled in on the field. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. That's online. Hold up. <laughs> so I, I, I recorded it because I'm, I'm going to try to scour the Internet to see if I can get the actual audio off the Internet. And so hopefully by next week I'm going to bring it on and y'all can hear the show. But I'm like, hear it. You know, then I don't know how what I'm going to do with it, but I'm like, that's our tagline. Oh my god! You know. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I got to try this. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, that peanut butter whiskey will do it for you. Though, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> but for me, it's the Eagles. I didn't see them being this good. Okay, so that I didn't see. So that's my revelation so far after two weeks. And uh, go to JB next. And it's something, one thing that you just didn't see, good, bad, or whatever? Uh, 0-2 Titan squad. Mm, good one. I think anybody saw that one coming. Mm-mm. Yeah, good one, good one. Okay. Okay, Star, you got one? Uh, man. Not really. I mean, I think, I think it's honestly it's how well the Dolphins are playing. We knew that they had talent, but how well Tua is, is elevating and unlocking their talent, I did not expect. I expected him to play okay, you know, play better than he has in the past. But, you know, when you throw six fucking touchdowns, that's a big deal. So I'm not going to act like that wasn't a big deal. So I'll get the nod to how Tua is playing so far this year. Was it six or seven? Fucking lost count. Six. Six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might have just thrown another one. It might be seven. Shoot. <laughs> sitting over there with all this. You know, I told y'all. I told y'all. Yeah, you did. Let's see what happens. So, hold on. Slow down. Okay. Hey, man. Sorry, uh, I got, I got, I got Jalen Waddle, and he, he had to drop 40 when we played. That's crazy. Say that again, now. So, I had Jalen Waddle 
of the Dolphins, and I'm sorry that he had to drop 40 when we played uh, this past week in fantasy. Look, man, you know, this, this, you know when we <laughs> played Madden that tournament years and years ago, you had mercy on me, bro. You were so much better than me. <laughs> like, you know, you were, you know, and I, I really appreciate the fact that you didn't just like crush me. You were very, you were very kind to Commissioner T. Bro, all that kindness went out the window this week, man. You, you, you beat me so bad. You got enough points to beat me next week, too, if, if we play. You got, got enough to win the next game, too. Like, seriously, like, I, I, I you know, crazy. between, what was it, Lamar, I think, had 50? Yeah, it was Lamar, it was Waddle, it was Bateman. Waddle. You know, it was Christian Somebody Kirk. Was yeah. Yeah, he had three players with ridiculous. 115 points. I didn't have 115 <laughs> points on my whole team. He had three players with 115 points. I said, man, I'm about to go to Jacksonville and find this dude, man, and we just going to fight. I don't give a damn. We just going to fight, man. Oh, this is, this is, yeah. Man, I'm too old to be getting beat down that bad. Shit. Hey, Pete, Pete don't deserve that. I don't, man. I, hey, man. You know, we supposed to be friends, man. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Behind the woodshed. Yeah. You know what? I, I I tell you what, my fantasy squad, both teams look like shit so far, okay? Both. And it didn't hurt that both weeks at lineup time I was occupied and I couldn't get to my lineup two weeks in a row. That will not happen on Sunday. My daughter is coming over uh, to have some food with me on Sunday, but she ain't coming until 2 o'clock. <laughs> 2 o'clock. <laughs> so I will have time to get to my lineup to make sure last minute, I didn't, I, you know, Julio Jones, inactive, killed me. You know, dude had a nice week, week one, and already inactive. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm about to let you go, man. You know, piss me off. But, but anyway, I digress. I digress. Um, but my fantasy team full suck ass, just so y'all know. But anyway, um, Train, I think we're on, I think, were we on you with the? Yeah. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Um, my husband's is probably a little bit more close to home. I have some others in mind, but actually, this one kind of tops that. That uh, I didn't. I really didn't expect two weeks. Um, so much of the talk that I heard between Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney that Darnell Mooney would literally have what the fuck is it two catches for eight yards or less than that after two games. Just Ooh. anything service it. Like the dude is not even on the map of our receivers. Ooh. Especially after watching the team last year when Allen Robinson had checked out and Dunnett Mooney was like the only weapon we had and it's like I just knew coming in this year I I I don't uh, you, you you talking about you had to eat, eat crow shit. I'm starting to eat shit now seeing Christian Kirk down there busting ass. And fucking done it. <laughs> ain't getting no, ain't getting no catches. I'm just like, what the fuck, bro? Well. <laughs> I wasn't prepared to eat that shit this early in the season. You are like, have like disappeared. So, I mean, mind you, we did have a monsoon for one game, but I, I, I thought for sure he'd get some open looks or something against Green Bay. Just it, it, after two games, the last thing I figured for this dude to only have two catches. And it's not even ten yards. It's not even. Mm. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, good. All right, let's wrap up with pick six, and then we'll get on out of here. So, Dr. Train, you're on. All right, all right. Pick six, week three. So, week three, pick six. Week three, pick six. Week three, pick six. So, I'll, I'll tell you up the results once I get home and, and put it all in the email. Uh, but for tonight, we'll just go through the go through for the for the picks for week three. So, uh, uh, kicking off the week with the two and O Bills at the two and O Dolphins. This is going to be a fun game to watch. However, man, I got a feeling like either the Bills is gonna get in there and bust that ass, or, <laughs> or the Dolphins will make it just as exciting as they did this past week. With that said, I'll just go first and pick Buffalo. I'm a I'm a Josh Allen fan. I put it that way. Tell you who you got. Buffalo. I know it's early in the season, but if if you put a gun to my head and said. Who would you? Who is your currently best team in the NFL right now? I got Buffalo right now as the best team in the NFL, and I and I I'm on. I'm not on their bandwagon as a football fan. I mean, I'm sorry, as a Cowboy fan, but as a football fan, man, them dudes are showing me something. So yeah, I'm on. I'm I'm on that Buffalo tip. K Star, what's up with you? Yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo as well. I think they're just a more established team. They have a hell of a defense. Baltimore had a lot of injuries in their secondary, so I think it would be a little harder for Miami to pop up and throw the ball down the field like they did last game. So, Buffalo. Little brother Jay, is TMD all in? We are all in, my brother. Buffalo also, I think that they're just the more complete football team. And um, even though the Dolphins got a great win against the Ravens, they had to really put things together into the fourth quarter. They're not going to have that kind of opportunity with the Bills. Dean saw the head coach's joke that he tried to crack without we wanted to see his team play with some adversity. And he's like, they took them way too seriously. I was like, yeah, you can say that now. <laughs> uh-huh. That dude's kind of funny, though. He cracked me up. <laughs> this me like, he's just like a, a, a closet clown or something. He's funny. Yeah, yeah. Now, I will say uh, – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It ain't going to be funny this week, though. No, no, not at all. Not at all. See what adversity they can play with this time around. Now, I will say as far mm-hmm. as Buffalo goes, dude, that Josh Allen-Diggs uh, combo that I that I drafted, man, it almost got me the dub last night. God dang, I almost came back on that boy. King Cobra's like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I was so close, man. I was sitting there watching like – Pick him off again. <laughs> he don't deserve to play. <laughs> if it wasn't for Donnell Mooney giving me 0.6 points, I might have would have did something. All I needed was one catch from the dude. Damn. It was so close. So close. All right, next up, uh, one and one Ravens at the one and one Patriots. I chose this because, I mean, Bill Belichick, you know, he deserves to be on the spotlight any given week with 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 his team. And even though they look, I don't know how many people picked up last week to win, but I didn't think they were going to win last week after week one. And man, um, sorry, K Star, they they like woke up against y'all for some strange reason. Um, so, with that said, man, who you got? <laughs> K Star. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to go with. Uh, well, now I hate both teams for the Patriots. <laughs> uh, um, 
you know, I'm going to go with Super Lamar. He's just playing on a whole nother level this season so far, and uh, I think he has something to prove, trying to get that max deal, and uh, I believe in him. So, Lamar and the Ravens. Hey, man, you have my permission to go wrench your mouth out since I forced you to choose yeah, the team that say, just kicked your ass and the team that you hate. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, this is a completely dirty matchup. Uh... Hey, you can always wish for a tie, bro. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Jay, what you got? Yeah, I'm going with Ravens, too. Um, you know, Lamar, Lamar is just Lamar, and they're going to be too mad. So, um I have something for old BB back there. Go Ravens. T? All right, yeah. Super Lamar, give him the cake. All right. Shit. We all in, man. I I, I don't know. I ain't think we ain't trusting the Patriots, but, you know, they got the – Bill Tech got the ability to surprise every fucking body. Can't stand the guy. Uh, all right, next I got – I wanted to put this one on here because, you know, fucking Raiders, I can't believe them. One and one Rams going up against the one and one Cardinals. Don't understand for the life of me how the Raiders just give that summer gone away, boy. I tell you. But hey, they did. So with that, uh, I'll go first here, and uh, I-, I will take I-, I will take the Rams. I do not believe in the Cardinals for real, and I, I wanted. I really wanted Marquise Brown to eat some crow Thomas. I want to be in a team that's going to pass me the ball. And you don't care about winning. You care about stats. That's okay. Yep. You see how much stats you get against Rams this week. So I'm going with the Rams. T, who you got? You know, Stafford, I- I've never believed in him through his history. But he did come in and win a Super Bowl. And you can't take that away from him. He did get a Super Bowl. I'm going to tell you what, and I know this is a long answer, but I'm going to tell you what earned my respect. His commercial, believe it or not, his AT&T commercial, where he talks about 12 years, and even though you moved on, you still appreciate blah, 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 and he kind of winks at the camera. I have so much respect for that. I have so much respect for that. I mean, 12 years in Detroit was like 12 years in hell. Okay? <laughs> terrible. <Dang. laughs> terrible. Okay? Terrible for 12 years. And to have that kind of attitude, totally, I was like, oh, my God. This dude, is he's, he's, cut, he's made a little bit different than a lot of us. You know, like, wow, very impressed by that attitude. I'm still not a Stafford fan, but he did win a Super Bowl, and I'm impressed with that attitude. And as you all know, I don't believe in the Cardinals, and I don't believe long-term Kyler Murray. So uh, a little longer answer than I wanted to give, but I'm going with the Rams. All right. Now, after that uh, soliloquy, I hope everyone is still awake. Jay, who you got? (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Rams too. All right, all right. <laughs> K Star, we all in. <laughs> we sure are. Oh man. Rams. 
Maybe we, maybe we know what we'll be talking about this week, man. We'll see. Uh, these past two weeks. All right, man. This next, one, <laughs> this next one, man. You know, this this definitely deserved be on be on there. Um, it looks like you know the Packers had they get right game. Sons of bitches. One and one Packers going up against the two and zero. Oh. I don't know who's playing wide receiver anymore. Cole Beasley. <laughs> yeah, he's just fine. Cole Beasley got up off his couch like, yes, I've been waiting to play with Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> he done probably called Edelman. Hey, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do I need to know? <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, so, um, yeah, Jay, who you who you got on this one, man? Uh, um, Tampa Bay. Who are they playing again? Green, uh, Bay? Green Bay, man. In Tampa. Green Bay, bro. Damn, damn, damn. Green Bay, bro. Tampa Bay. I'm just gonna go Tampa. I don't want to, but I'm going to. T, who you got, man? I'm going with Green Bay. This is the game Tom Brady needs to show. Is he 45 or 35? Going with Green Bay, though. Okay. All right. K-Star. Yeah, I'm going with the Bucks. They're at home. You know, neither team right now currently has any wide receivers worth a damn. So I'm going to defer to the home team. Bucks and defense is pretty damn good. So, Bucks. Facts. <laughs> Got a bunch of music out there. We should try out. Uh, yeah, we couldn't do shit about it, sons of bitches. That's why I'm not picking them bastards ever. Hope they lose, and hope they put it on Tom Brady like Minnesota did. I mean, no, uh, Aaron Rodgers. That's what I meant to say. Anyway, what the see, fuck? That's how much he. That's how much dude got me messed up, calling out the wrong quarterback, <laughs> even though I don't like his ass either. However, I'm, <laughs> I'm the only one going for Green Bay. You are the only one going for the ragged-ass Packers. Okay. I like that. Okay. All right. Kirk Cousins didn't like that last night. Just saying. I'm just saying. It would go uh, one-and-one Niners at the one-and-one Broncos. I put this on there because this is the return of Jimmy G. Stay with me, y'all. The return <laughs> Jimmy G, get my goddamn team. I don't know what y'all were thinking about. <laughs> Jimmy G is returning to the starting lineup. He will be starting against the Broncos, but the Niners are going against a quarterback that they are very familiar with. And I'm here to tell you, the Broncos have looked like uh, shit. Like shit. <laughs> it looks like shit. Well said, my man's okay, star. Who you got? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Niners, man. Like I said, the Broncos have been playing like shit. I think there's a you know, a collective sigh of relief, probably the receiving group in San Francisco. You know, Jimmy's always been a well liked guy. Good defense. You know, I just think this uh San Francisco team pulled it out. All right. T Man, um, I don't know. I just know when you when you queue up Kirk Cousins, 
You gotta you gotta do the strategic pause so I can do this. You like that? You like that? <laughs> um, man, this one here, um, I don't know because you're right, man. Broncos, I mean, shit, fuck. Um, who, who, K-Star, you picked first. Who'd you pick? The 49ers? He did. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go with the Broncos because they're home. About all I got. Broncos because they're home. Wow. Other side. All right, Jay. Who you with, man? Uh, going with the Niners because uh, Russell Wilson is not cooking. He ran out of gas or he needed to get something else going, but he's not looking right. Um, Jimmy G, although, yeah, a little half a game, one full game, whatever, um, is more because the Broncos just don't look good than anything else. Plus, I think Judy's, um, I think he, he might be out with a concussion. Well, let me, I'll, I'll wrap it all up for you. Jimmy G is returning. Kittles will be in the starting lineup. He almost played Sunday, but he just could not go. wasn't, wasn't quite there. He actually marked out and tried to get himself to go and could not, could not get the going. So he sat out. So Kittles is returning. Okay. That 49ers defense is still there. And I don't know what the hell is going on with them Broncos, but uh, Russell Wilson left the comforts of D.K. Metcalf and Lockett. And that's his own fault. So the Niners are going to remind him <laughs> well, let's, let's, <laughs> what they let's, used to do. Here. They, Seattle didn't want him either, though. Okay, let's, let's, not, let's be clear. He wanted to go, but he was not welcomed in Seattle any longer. Either way, I just, I, the disrespect you guys are given, a Super Bowl champion and, um, you know, guys having a Hall of Fame career. My God, the disrespect. I'm the only one going for Russell I didn't boot, man. We, we didn't boot him, man. We oh, didn't like his fans. I'm talking about his play right now. It looks like trash. Yeah, but do you guys, you guys all think he's going to stay that way? You think based on his career? I don't know, but for this next game, it's going up against a team that knows him without the weapons that he's used to having. I'm just going for the next game, T. I'm just going for the next game, not the game after. I'm with you. No, you ain't. You're on the other side. You're on the other side with the Broncos. You ain't with us. I'm going to stay where I'm at. I don't need to be with you motherfuckers. I'm going to stay right here. I I don't ever need support. I can handle all three of y'all by my damn self. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, yes, the team knows him. He knows them, too. He knows who they are, too. This ain't ain't one-sided where he's, you know, going in there without any knowledge of who he's playing. And I just like, wow, man, y'all just got him dead and buried. Shit, because he got a couple of – he has not played well. I give, I agree. He has not played hey, well. I'll, I don't know I'll unbury him next week, okay? Maybe. I, I don't expect him – I don't expect it to stay this way. I expect him to rebound. So, I don't think any of us expect it to be this way. <laughs> right. I don't expect it to stay. I, I, I don't expect it to stay is my point. I, I, I don't – I think he's going to – He's going to play much better this week. All right. Last but not least, 
I put this on there because I had to. This is this is this is you too much. No, I already know you better. This is too, this better this be is too crazy to not put on there. <laughs> Man. We, we got we got the Cooper Rush. <laughs> it's rush hour. <laughs> Man, I got to send y'all the YouTube video if you have not seen it. Like it said. Cowboys fan watching last week it was Buccaneers against of course against you guys and then this week it was Cowboys fan uh while watching <laughs> Cowboys versus Cincinnati. The dude on there is hilarious, man. I'll I'll, I'll send y'all a YouTube link, but <laughs> it's like three like less than less than four minutes, but it's hilarious. It's like oh, it? you can see the roller you can see the roller coaster it's like um gosh, I forget what the time it's like boy. Huh? See, that sounds like your boy that you be doing McCutcheon or something like yeah. that. I can't remember I his scooter. name. Scooter McGruder. Yeah, him. Scooter. Yeah, him. It's like he's going through the emotions of the game while the game's going. It's like. It's cracking up. He's a Cowboy fan, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. He's, a cow, he's, a, he's a Cowboy fan, yeah. Yeah, that's Scooter. Yeah, I, I watch all his videos. He actually, you got to see the one. There's one he did for ESPN, um, and Stephen A. Smith keeps calling mm-hmm. and saying, "I'm not going to talk to him. I'm not going to talk to him. I'll send you guys that one. That one. That one's funny as hell. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I know. Yeah, I, I watch all. He actually does a lot of different stuff. He's a big Cowboy fan, but he does college football too. He does, you know, NBA. He does, you know. Oh he, man, he's got, check out his YouTube page because he's funny as all hell. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some more of this stuff. This that dude's like, let's go, Lord Brown. I see you. He said, Tony Romo's younger than Tom Brady. He can come back. <laughs> oh right. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> Cracking up on the, on this little shit, calling it calling it rush hour. <laughs> it's rush hour, baby. Let's go. So it is rush hour. One and one Cowboys are traveling to. Hey, y'all get ready for this because it's something in the water up there in New York. I swear, two and oh, <laughs> Giants. Shit. Somebody should have had that shit at a surprise. <laughs> The fucking Giants are two and zero. Woo, yeah. man! <laughs> so, um, listen, I'll 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 get the Floyd brothers the flow to say their thing. But hey, anybody picking the Giants to win this? <laughs> I ain't think so. <laughs> All right, T and J. Anything y'all want to say about this game coming? Man, I got a lot to say, but I'm going to leave something for my brother. But let me just say this. I just love how everybody had the Cowboys buried last week. Now, you know, we come back and get a win. All of a sudden, you know, stay off the bandwagon. Just leave us alone, okay? We know who we are. And, hey, you know, Giants, they're 2-0. Good for them. Y'all really think that Daniel Jones is your answer? Come on now. 
let's 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 be real. Oh, they got a great defense. Saquon is back. Saquon got hurt against the Cowboys last year. Just want to remind everybody that that was the game that his ankle got thrown and he was out. Okay, so slow your roll. Cowboys are going to go to the Meadowlands two hours from me, literally, and they're going to do what they do. JB, what you got? You know what I'm going to say. They better get in that ass like tissue. I'm talking to Ply. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll Micah, just say uh, Michael Parsons. Hey, Danny Jones ain't going to be able to sleep. Neither is neither is day ball. I'll tell you this, though. I bet you everybody know who Noah Brown is now. Man, what? <laughs> right. Right. Wow. Like I said, I mean, I don't even got to go back in time and talk about how we talked about him last week. Dude can play, you know, and now there's some chemistry there because they were a backup together, but he could play, you know. So, but, you know, one thing I will say that I, I meant to mention earlier, but, you know, like like train, I like, I like watching good defense, okay? I do. Um, and if y'all – and it's a subtle thing, but – Early in the game against Cincinnati, the pocket collapsed around Burrow, and he ran up the middle, and he got a first down. He probably got 13, 15 yards or something early in the game, okay? He did that once or twice. One of the runs they called a a late hit on, which I never understand those rules, but they called a late hit on, okay? Late in the game, they changed the defense, and they left, like, Van Der Esch or somebody there to spy so when he when the pocket collapsed and he tried to run, there was a linebacker waiting for his ass. That's Dan Quinn. That's the shit that I love about Dan Quinn. Not all defensive coordinators are that smart, unfortunately, but he is. He adjusted and shut that shit down. Burrow didn't, he didn't wasn't able to run for shit later in the game because they set that up. We'll look for look for similar shit against Daniel Jones on Sunday the defense reacting to him. And then offense is just going to take another step forward because Rush is getting his second game. You know, I expect him to do to do even better. So, look out. Big six in the books. Okay. All right. All right. Well, um, on that note, let's get on out of here. Um, our final thoughts, anything y'all would like to say? Uh, we'll start with K-Star. Um, yeah, just enjoy the games, you know, week three already, you know, and, uh, it's been a little too crazy week of football and it's a good man. They're always fun and looking forward to seeing the Steelers play on Thursday and hopefully it's not a disaster. So keep hope alive until it's ripped out from you because your quarterback is Mr. Trubisky. <laughs> yeah, the Mr. Trubisky experiment is over for me. Goodbye, Mitch. Oh, anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks, K Star, Doctor Train. Man, two weeks have passed. What have we learned? Uh, Michael Parsons is an animal. Uh, Mitch still can't play. Uh, and Dave Montgomery needs the ball. Uh, so, hope that uh, at some point maybe we bring back um, Bonafide Boner Front, but not if K-Star don't promise to do his homework and come with you know, some of these, these weak-ass players. Weak-ass combinations. You know, everybody remember yeah. the uh, Michael Pittman and Carson Wentz combination oh, that made the board one year. I'm just like, 
Yeah. Now, where is that today these days? You know, Wicked and the Jackson 5 got together. Come on, man. Uh, Hey, Michael Pittman is a baller. Hey, man, this is my final word, man. You sit your ass over there. You can't jump in. It's a double dutch. You just snap with the rope. (laughs) All right, man. Enjoy. Enjoy, love. No, let me finish. You can come back next week. (laughs) This is my final word. So, hey, here we go. All right, Bears fans, we're going to get right this week. We got the 0 and 1 and 1 Texans. You know, we're going up against our old coach, Lovey Smith. I still wish him success, but just not this Sunday. You know, so let's get right. Justin Fields, get your head out your ass. Lou Getty, hey, get your head out your ass. And uh, let's give the ball to Dave Montgomery. And, and Darnell Mooney, um, just in case you forgot how to play wide receiver, they got tapes, bookstores, all that kind of shit. Get back in there and uh, try to figure that shit out because we, we we need it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all I got. And good luck to your teams this weekend. Uh, I, I, I'm just waiting for Case Star to say, "What's well, double dutch. I've never heard of that. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Why does my voice sound that way? I have more bass than that. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I need to tell you some you, you, white you, guy. Jesus. Uh, uh, you, you, you just said it, so I don't even have to explain. Uh, JB. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> DK that's why you got to get all your final word in, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hey, we need instead of final word, we also need final rebuttal because people are taking shots. My God. <laughs> final rebuttal, that's pretty good. That could be the whole show. <laughs> final word, rebuttal. Anyway, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> first things first, make sure you send that picture that is peanut butter whiskey because um, your boy going to be checking that out for real. For real, for real. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, final word is real simple. Uh, It's a week-by-week league that we're in right now. All the things that we saw the boys do, positive stuff, let's keep that thing going. It was nice to also see the fact that the penalties were cut in half, 10 the first week, 5 this past week. So, uh, more discipline. Uh, I'd like to see more of that, too. And just just play Cowboys football. Uh, The discipline, fly after the ball, catch the ball, fundamentals to do things the right way, come out with that dub. Getting that ass all up in it. Cleanse that colon out. Mm, okay. Um, I'm still I'm still I'm still on uh train. This ain't double dutch. You can't just jump in. <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be laughing about that for a couple of days. But I just gotta let y'all know I'm gonna be laughing about that one. Um and K Star, I will apologize because I may text you that just because I'm gonna still be laughing. So just just um, because that was that was priceless. Um, um, and on the note of special segments, I mean, we usually K stars right. Usually, let a few weeks let's get warmed up. But hey, you know, we got you know there's several that we do, and you guys want to bring them back early? Just shoot me a text and be like, hey, I'm ready. Um, I almost did my that guy segment, and I kind of did it, but I just didn't label it talking about the, the 49ers and that whole thing. Um, but that was kind of going to be, you know, the resurrection of that guy. But trying to define, figure out who I could put that on because, 
you know, the coach, general manager, you know, whatever. But anyway, but always happy to entertain individual segments or new shit. Think of something new you want to do, gentlemen? Holla at your boy. Let's make it happen. Um, week three, um, Train, thank you for sending those food picks. Man, that's the shit I love. I mean, if we can't be together, we're not, you know, we're in four different parts of the country, and the next best thing is what we use our technology for, texting and sending pictures or whatever. And uh, I appreciated you sharing your 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 gourmet <laughs> grill <laughs> grilling with us. Um, I will be doing some grilling for my kid uh, at special request. Uh, my daughter and her boyfriend are coming over Sunday, um, and so I'm going to be doing some grilling. So y'all may get some pictures of. Uh, what commission of tea is, 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 is serving up probably be some baby bags. And I don't know, I got to ask her what else she wants. So stay tuned for that. But Hey man, we're right in the throw of football. This is what it's all about. I love basketball. I'm not a big baseball fan, but nothing, nothing tops football. Nothing. It's just, you know, the vibe, the feeling of just, you know, getting ready to watch the game and knowing, you know, Sunday we got to get our food together our, you know, turn on ESPN or NFL Network or whatever, start getting into the pregame shows, check out your fantasy team, which I will do this week, and then, you know, start setting up, you, you know, you, you, where you're going to, you know, you, you, I'm sure you all have, like, this is my spot, this is where I'm sitting. You know, if you got people in your house, there's rules, right, okay, you know, there's, you know, there's etiquette because it's football now, right, um, and it's just, it's just, it's a labor of love, man. We we just we love it, and I'm just, you know, it's it's. I can't even put it into words. The happiness of just having that full day of football, and then somewhere in there watching your team that you support and love. And so now we won't get me and Jay won't get to support our team till Monday night, but that's okay. Um, that just means that Monday, all that Monday talk, they're gonna talk about Sunday, but then they're gonna keep talking about the Giants and the Cowboys. Monday night, and we ready. We ready. So I'm excited. I expect to win Monday night, um, and that's all I got to say about that. So, hey, thank you guys for another great show. We went a little longer than uh, we've done in the past, but, hey, it was worth it. <laughs> you guys are great. Great coverage, great analysis, and we'll be back next Tuesday night to do it all over again. So for Dr. Train, for JB, and for K-Star, who just learned what double dutch is, um, everybody enjoy football, and um, we'll see you next week. And who knows, maybe next week I'll have the audio of all feuds settled on the field from the NFL player. Maybe I'll have that by next week. But remember, yeah, all feuds settled on the field. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank you.